Hello, welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. Thanks for coming back. This is episode 19, and I am joined with Q from the Critical Dump and VJ, who's always vibrant, V on SoundCloud and Bell Biv DeVos on Twitter. Um, they joined me to talk about cheating. And in, on this episode, we kind of put ourselves in the place of the cheater and the person who gets cheated on. And we have a lot of fun um, discussing the topics. And I feel like we kind of get to the point to where people are just selfish and they do what they want to do and they don't take um, accountability in their actions and it's kind of like a lost cause unless you find somebody who is really trying to be their best selves but go ahead and listen in and enjoy thank you crystal clear podcast thank you very much um so today's uh, topic is basically us you know talking about the cheating i guess this is like the hot topic right now because everybody's talking about it um but uh, i kind kind of wanted to like do it with the twist kind of put ourselves in both uh, shoes like the cheater and I guess the person being cheated on and kind of you know expounding on you know I guess being in that position and how to you know I guess operate function to you know get your life back or gain your regain your trust if you're going to stay with the person and whatnot. All right, all right. The first I'm sorry what was that? No I said okay. All right. So um, I don't know who wants to go first, but the first question I listed was, um, of course, the putting the putting yourself in the shoes of the person that got cheated on. So I can create the scenario, but um, basically we all you know what, it, what how it goes. Basically, uh, let's say the the partner was being sloppy for whatever reason. You had a feeling. And now you have the text messages and the phone calls to confirm because you're going through their phone and they are, in fact, cheating. So uh, what's the first move you make? Uh, okay, okay, I guess I'll go first. Um, first of all, uh, thank you for having me on. Man, that's, that's actually kind of hard to approach because I know from a guy's standpoint, we kind of view cheating from our woman a little bit different. Because, you know, we have this thing in our mind that, you know, if, if my woman is cheating on me, then she kind of likes me a little bit. Or there's some type of feeling there, which in some cases that may be true. I, I, when, me, at this stage now, I will have to sit down and have a conversation. I'll have to kind of see, you know, what's going on, what pushed her to that point. Uh, it's something that I did and so on and so forth. Because, I mean, in my opinion when it comes to women cheating i think there was something that she either gave us x amount of chances and we just kept messing up and we just didn't get it together and some guy kind of maybe sold her a pipe dream or really like her and she kind of fell for him now that's the mature approach i would say that <laughs> i agree okay so uh bj what about you um Flip some tables. I think, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, you know me so well. <laughs> no, um, 
I think that you. I, I think the mature thing to do is just kind of bring what you, what your suspicions are, what your proof is, receipts, as the kids like to say, and um, kind of have to lay it out and be like, "What's going on here? Like, what what's the issue?" And I think maybe in my experience of being, I guess, catching somebody by going through their phone, like my dad has always been the one to say, you know, if you, if you go looking for things, you find them, right. but. Um, <laughs> I went I, against against my better judgment. I went looking, and uh, right. I think you kind of have to really care about a person. I think you kind of have to find a way to approach it to where you're not being like a crazy person, because it's very hard to have a conversation when the other person is on the defensive. Right. <clears throat> uh, well, you know, I think everybody. I'm oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, I agree. But as far as, like, for women getting the confirmation by going to the phone, yeah, you shouldn't go looking. But at the same time, sometimes if you have a feeling and, you know, you can't shake the feeling and you kind of, like, ask questions that hint towards that feeling and the guy gives you nothing, then ultimately you go get your own answer. So I kind of justify the going through the phone and looking to an extent because you're kind of trusting your gut and you know what you're being told is not matching up. Yeah. Yeah. He got very sloppy. So (laughs) I've been been told uh, for some reason like she decided to go through my phone and that was there so she told me I deleted everything. I'm like what? Really? Word? That's what happened? Okay. What? Wait. So somebody, <laughs> your wife went through your phone <laughs> and she deleted everything. No, no. Because you know how sometimes oh. like, you have that gut feeling, and then when you go look for it, it's not there. So now you're like, oh, he must have deleted it all. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I guess that's what you kind of. <sighs> so if you're gonna go look through the phone and you don't find anything to back up your feeling, you have to assume that nothing is going on because. You know, he doesn't know you're going to look through his phone. Now, if he's not sloppy and, um, you know, and you can't bet on it. I, I, I guess it's weird because I feel like dudes at a certain point, they know who they're dealing with. So if they are trying to get over, they shouldn't be as sloppy. So they should be kind of careful with what they leave in their phone to be found. That's what I think. So I do feel I do feel her on that. Like you just you just being careful. That's it. <laughs> That's all. I, I put up, like, <laughs> if he's getting up in this day and age and you don't understand that she's gonna go through his phone he deserves to get caught that's true he's that... living foul like that so well, yeah, i mean i think if you if you know that that's what you're doing and you're cheating like i think you would you know try to at least cover your tracks a bit better it would make sense i mean there's just too much technology out there for you to just be like oh no i'm just gonna leave it in there it's cool that's, that's like robbing a bank and leaving your phone number behind. Right, right. Or your ID. Hell. Um, so, <laughs> um, so I guess it's kind of safe to say that you guys would take the mature approach if you kind of found like messages in the phone to confirm your feeling that your partner was cheating. You would take the mature, like you would like talk to them about it. You wouldn't jump to conclusions. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be like, you wouldn't have your stuff packed and ready to go or their stuff packed and ready to go. You would kind of just be rational and say, okay, we're going to talk about this because this isn't right. That's what y'all telling no, me. No, I say that in retrospect. Okay. Hindsight is 2020 yes. because when it happened, <laughs> I 
that's not what I did. I, I opened <laughs> the doors and I basically screamed at him through the window. Oh, for like an hour. Wait, wait. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, I feel it. I can feel her. <laughs> she talked. You can't come in here. <laughs> You're not welcome. You don't live here. I don't know why you here. <laughs> this not your address. <laughs> I was holding, because he left his phone. So I'm holding the phone up in the window. I'm like, who the fuck is Brittany? And like, screaming yeah. out the window. Right. Oh, my goodness. You were that, that chick, huh? That's the chick you're supposed to be when your heart is being played with, though. That's that's exactly who you are. But she ain't mean nothing to me, man. I just, look, you know, at the, I just got her number just in case. But, you know, I, I, I fell in it. Okay. Okay. We, okay. Uh, so, VJ. So... What was he? What was he trying to? What was what was what was he trying to do? When you were talking to him through the window, was he just asking you to let him in? What? He was like, "Would you let me in so we can talk about this?" I look crazy standing out in the front yard. The neighbors are looking. I was like, "I don't care. Let him look." I mean, I was just. <laughs> eventually, eventually, I did let him back inside, and we had a conversation, but I, it it didn't really go well because he didn't really have answers for the appropriate questions. Okay. So was it was he just not being honest, or or you just didn't feel like he was being honest, or he wasn't trying to answer questions? Period. He wasn't trying to answer questions. He basically tried to make it seem like it wasn't a big deal, huh? Even though he was cheating, basically he tried to, I guess, make it downplay it, like it was. Well, it was just something I did. I don't really care about her. Well, the usual. <laughs> right. The random. You yeah. just fell in it. Yeah. Right. Talk about it, Q. <laughs> Man, look, every, every, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, not, not every woman or guy cheats on you with he cares about. Like, now I do say some guys do live foul and they kind of have girlfriends on the side and they be messing up. And then you got those other guys who there's really no contact or no feelings whatsoever. She's really just being used as a, a bust office apparatus at the moment. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. This word, um, a bust office apparatus. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, bust office apparatus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So is that the scientific name? That has to be it. Like he's Wiley Coyote for a minute there. <laughs> that's the name. That's the name I'm putting in my book that I'm still writing. You know, um, I'm still coming up with the title for it. But you know, the the gospel of Q. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, oh, <laughs> if that's a real thing, I'm excited for you. <laughs> it, it'll be hot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, all right. So, okay, okay. So, guys, I guess the issue, like, I would prefer a guy have all the answers. Um, when I'm emotional and asking questions. Because in my head, I already have my answers. So your answers kind of need to, uh, I guess, kind of match, match or are are kind of like overplay mine, like to make more sense. Like, okay, so I know I'm probably irrational right now, but if your answers kind of, you know, make sense for what's going on here, then I can kind of like listen to you and what you're saying. Because a lot of times when like the guys don't have the answers, I feel like women are just going with what they think and a lot of times cheating from the partner just feels like you don't want to be here and you can't verbalize that so you're just acting out no, right 
No, it, it don't mean that at all. Not all the time. Oh, not all the time. So that's why y'all got to have answers so we can figure out what time we're actually experiencing. See, I also look at it like he's giving you his real answers. Like, I, I, I really think this is a real answer. Where you say, well, why did you mess with her? I don't know. <laughs> he's telling the truth. He's like, what did, what is, did she got something over me? No. I, I don't even like her like that. He probably, these are probably all true answers, but is the fact that I feel that women and men, on average, view sex differently. And, you know, usually, on average, women view sex as a as an act that where you, you involve with somebody that you care about or just feeling somewhat attached to or there's some level of comfort or something like that. But a lot of guys, it's like, hey, it's here. Let me go ahead and do this. Hmm. Now, it's great if you could do that with someone that you do care about. But everyone that you do that with, you don't care for. Hmm. I get it. I get it. And um, I try to, like, I try to be bigger. I do. And understand, like, and rationalize cheating. Because ultimately, I, I don't, I don't think it spells the end for a relationship. I don't, I do think sometimes you can bounce back. But depending on just like where the woman is at that point, like if he've already is if he's already been messing up and he already like not together in other areas, then I feel like he's making a mistake when he thinks he can, you know, make other mistakes like cheating or whatnot. So I know like I don't think dudes, even if they take it lightly or it's not an important thing or the women are, you know, the people they're cheating with, they're not that important to them. They don't realize how, I guess, important or just you how it affects your 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 mate when you make that decision that that simple, easy, this means nothing to me decision because it means a lot to somebody who's supposed to be important to you. So I, I wish I mean, that I think it just. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead, BJ. No, I was going to say, I think it, you're right. I think it depends on where the person that's being cheated on is, I guess, in the relationship or what their feelings are. Because if the person that's cheating, is it strike one for them or is it the final straw? Like, where are you guys at on the spectrum? Like, is this fuck up number 200 or is this like the first time something like this has happened? Right, 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 right. Uh, absolutely. Cavalier is all get out of Look, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I guess. Oh, man, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. If you call a dude 200 times, I'm gonna start asking you questions. I'm like, we're 200, though? If it took you 200 times for you to say, man, this ain't gonna work? Who, who, you asking questions to the chick or what? Or the guy? Yeah, the chick. Because I'll be like, look, obviously this dude is showing you who he is. Either you love it or if it's a problem, it should have been a problem. Uh, uh, I guess I heard it 50 times uh, earlier. Well, I guess that's the thing, though, because we can we can verbalize and say, OK, this is the last straw. But the last straw isn't until you actually feel it's the last straw. Because sometimes, like I say, like, I, honestly, I really don't I, cheating. The act of cheating is not the part that hurts. It's the it's the not understanding like what the value in our relationship is and what you're telling me by your cheating. Even if what I feel is not accurate, I feel like you can't be honest with me. Like I really wish the dude could just say, okay, we, I want this from you, uh, partner. Can you provide this? Can you do this for me? 
Because if you can't, I'm really looking outside. I'm there. Like, I feel like that statement, even if she might slap him, would get him further. Like, it would get him further if he's just trying to, like, fill a void, you know? But I don't think it's about filling a void for a lot of guys. I mean, I think, like like she was saying, I don't, I don't think it's emotional cheating. And so for them, it's not necessarily what you're not doing. So it's not like I can, they can come to you and be like, hey, could you do X, Y, Z? It may not be that. So like it, said, sometimes it's just there. It's just there. So it's nothing but, to do but, with you. But it's what's the disconnect with the just there? Like, shouldn't just there be risky, though? Like. If it's just here for me, who else is it just there for? Like, just there for a lot of people, but <laughs> it, it, it goes it goes a lot, a lot of different ways. Like I said, I, I analyze this whole thing, and I always said it's easier for women to say no, and women, because I mean, when you think about, it, I told you this on West Show, I said women really have to pick who they want to lay up with or not. It's always going to begin and end with you, so. Like uh, somebody who is currently on who said they're going through, uh, you know, if a woman goes through a drought, that's by choice. If a man goes through a drought, he just don't have options at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things like, I think, uh, was it Chris Rock said, I don't believe it's completely true, but it may make some sense that man is, is faithful as his options. Hmm. So I, 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 you know, I feel as though um, I, women can, if they want to, because I definitely know a lot of women that have no good reason to be messing up because they have pretty good men, but they just feel like they need to do it, want to do it for whatever reasons. Um, I'm not judging. I just know that it's a real thing and their feelings are totally detached. And I actually feel like they look at it just the way the man would. The options are there. Or whatnot. And I feel like they and they put themselves in a situation to continually do it. So while I do understand like maybe the average woman um is kinda, you know, making the choice of what she's gonna do, there there are also women out there who, you know, they take the option, like, Okay, it's there, I'm gonna get it. I have this at home, he's pretty good. But I'm going to go do this too. And I guess you, the same questions would need to be answered by them too. Because it's like, why are you doing it? If you're satisfied, then why are you doing it? Is it just fun? Is it just a part of you? Like, do you need to have an agreement? Like, you know, really explain to this person, like, I love you. But a part of me just likes the excitement of other people. But I'm never going to be with them. Like, is that a conversation that can be had and somebody can accept that? Could you accept that from your mate? Either one of you? I mean, I think for the right, I think in the right circumstances, I could maybe accept an open relationship. I don't know. I mean, I think that those are terms and things you have to kind of work out early on that person. I mean, some things are going to be more open than others. <laughs> right. What about you, Q? Me? Ooh, man. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, we can have an open relationship. I just get to pick the dude and I got to make sure that, uh, Oh my goodness. Okay, so you don't know. <laughs> you gotta do a lot of checking. That's too much that's too much responsibility on you. <laughs> um, Every time she comes back, she's like, so was he bigger than me or 
I mean, that's that's too much. Like he's he's making sure the dude is not you know meeting him, so it's pointless. I mean, the whole the whole point. No, no, that takes all the fun out of it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I I guess what I was gonna say next because we're I'm ready to move on to the next uh, topic, but um, I guess to wrap that up. I kind of forgot what I was saying because I'm really imagining Q needing to see the guy's junk just to confirm if his. <laughs> yeah, look, I understand, man. Wood game uh, puts a lot of dudes in the uh, dudes in the game. I'm just leave that there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So we've been cheated on, y'all. So what do we require to uh, restore the trust if we're gonna stay? If we're not at our, you know, last straw. I think for me, yeah, you take it first. what? Hmm? She's taking it. You're taking I'll it. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, what I really expected from him was transparency. If that makes sense, I just felt like at the point that you want me, you you've kind of broken this trust that we have, right? So now. Am I able to believe everything that you're telling me? If you're saying that you're going here, you know, to the ball with your friends, is that where you're really going? Or, you know, are are you going to do something else that you're not supposed to be doing? And I think it just, you have all these crazy scenarios that play out in your mind Mm -hmm. after the fact. Mm -hmm. And so you're always, you always have that feeling of doubt about what that person is telling you. And so for me, what I needed to say, a lot of it was just to be reassured. Right. And just the transparency. Like I just needed to feel like he was being honest with me at all times. And if I had questions about where he was or if he wasn't picking up his phone, then that was an issue for a long time. Okay. Like I just needed him <clears throat> to be available and very honest about what he was doing and where his time was being spent. And not like to police him, but by the same token, I think for a while I just needed to feel like I could trust him and that required a bit more work. Right. And I take it he wasn't interested in the extra work? Oh, uh, he did the extra for a while. Okay. And um, we got back to a place where I thought we were in a good place. But he was a perpetual cheater. So not 200 times, <laughs> but enough and- incidences over the course of our you know, six, well, eight year relationship total, but two years of marriage that the last one was just like enough. Right. <clears throat> so basically you would have needed him to be transparent and reassuring and he just couldn't do that long term consistently. And I think that's the problem that you run into a mm-hmm. lot of times because I think when you, the person that cheats although they do understand your feelings Mm -hmm. to some extent, if they've never been cheated on, then it's very hard for them to, I guess, put themselves in your shoes to really get a full picture of what it is that you need from them emotionally. Okay. Just a quick question. Um, Would you do, I mean, (laughs) this is ridiculous because I don't recommend this, but because you said it, do you think you should have cheated on him so he could get that experience and understand where you were coming from? I thought about it. I thought about it long and hard, but I just didn't feel like it was going to fix anything. Okay. Great answer. Okay. Um, you want to say anything or can we let Q go? 
yeah, Q, go for it. Alright. If it's the trip, man, look, I, I put it like this. I haven't been cheated on as far as I know. And I think I'll, I'll keep it that way. But now if I find out, it'll be one of those situations where I would say, one, you know, just be honest with me. But I just think I'll tell it like this, man, look. I have to analyze our relationship, see where we are. If we just fresh, hey, man, look, go do your thing, we good. But now we got stuff built, then we got to kind of sit down and discover because, you know, us exiting that relationship is going to have a bigger impact mm-hmm. versus if we just started off. Right. So it's one of those situations where I would just tell, look, man, when I'm not naive that dudes ain't throwing it. Now, if you just so happen to partake, uh, you make sure that you also consider us in that situation where like if you do do it don't bring nothing back home and don't handle none of these dudes calling me either because if you call me then I gotta address the situation <laughs> so, <laughs> it's one of those situations where it's like I don't know outside I don't mind this is me at this moment okay so do you feel like do you feel like you'd have an issue like every time she left the house and said she was hanging with her friends do you feel like you'll just do you feel like that you would cope well with it like i know you're you know talking through it because you have an experience so you would not know but like do you feel like you would struggle with the day-to-day activities because it's like always be in the back of your mind because i feel like dudes whether they you know are honest with it in this type of situation right now when we're just talking about it i feel like they are way harder than women are as far as like i feel like women are more likely to forgive when we are like when it's when it's just early on or it's not like a repeated thing or whatnot we're more likely to forgive and try to understand and work through and i feel like men are kind of like oh no not no like because they for some reason i feel like dudes think their faithfulness is way more work than a woman's faithfulness so i feel like it's like they can't hold on anymore if they find out now I hear you saying good stuff, Q. I do. I hear you saying it, but I, I'm kind of in the back of my head. Like, would he really be able to take it? I would say I, I don't know, because it's one of those things. Is like I think every every male that I know of, uh, if you're with a woman, that's the worst. The one thing you can't imagine is somebody else getting with your girl. Because like I said earlier, you like, hey, she kind of like him a little bit there. There's something about this dude that intrigued her to the point to where she like, you know what? I'm going, I want this. So that's, I think that's where it messes a lot of guys up because then they're like, man, I, I, I don't know if I can compete with that. I don't, I don't want to compete. And I, I guess that's how we look at it. Or at least that's how I would look at it because I'm like, man, look, I don't know what you got going on with that. I, and I, I personally, I don't have the strength to try to compete with this dude. If that's who you want, then go ahead and do your thing. And I think yeah, I, I would say women are more forgiving, though. We are more forgiving, but that's kind of like how we feel. We be like, "Well, who is she, and what did she do? What did she do?" And like, me, um, like I like the <laughs> I'd be the worst person because I need to know details. Like they would tell you, the first thing they tell you is don't ask for details. And if you don't tell me the details, you can just pack your stuff and go. Because if I don't get the details, what's the point? What did you do all that for? What did you do it for? You know, like what was it about? What did you get? The details will not make you feel any better. It, I know that. I, I know it doesn't make you feel better, but I am deranged in a way. So, <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. And I know it's bad for you. And I know it doesn't help, like, you regain trust or anything like that. But, like, that's just how I'm wired. So, it's like, I feel like if he could be completely honest with me, that's, like, him being vulnerable. So, that way, if I do need to, like, 
you know, snatch out his heart. I can't because I'm like, look, I told you it was bad. But no, no, I just, I just need that. So, so I was gonna say, so we'll be that dude. Like, oh, you wanna know? Okay, well, shoot, let me go and pull out this uh, this throwaway and show you the video. I'm gonna watch it. I'm a I'm gonna watch it like I'm going to watch it and you know, it might it might end me. It might end everything that I needed to hold it together, but like I just really want to know cuz there's just so many things you don't know, especially when you're trying to like, you know, be with somebody that you were taking a chance on anyway, like in the back of most women's mind, especially growing up in this type of world, we're always told that, you know, first of all, most men only want one thing. So we decided to be with this one guy because he seemed to be interested in you. So your whole relationship was a risk in the first place. And so finally you're getting to the point to where he's kind of showing you he's like everybody else. So a point, a part of you wants to really take as much as you can from this relationship if y'all can't work. So you can know how to move forward with someone else. So that part of me just wants to know, to be like informed as much as I can. Because if she, if she was doing something that I wasn't, then that's what it was. Even if it wasn't, that's my takeaway. You know, like I, I learned from everything. But I think, I think there's a... Go ahead, B. No, I was, was going to say, say but I... I think what helped me out is the fact that I talked about a lot of my past stuff and my randoms and, you know, all these different things. So now she got to have an idea of how... I view it at the time because with her it's totally different. Of course, I I love her and care about her, so it's different. But I told her about those times where it was like, hey, one time only. I do it for about an hour, and it happened. I never talked to her again, or you know, those the, those particular stories. Not proud, but it happened. And um, you know, I told her all that stuff, and then even then, I told her we had a discussion about sidekick. I said one thing you won't have to worry about me is uh, me her calling you saying I'm over at her house because it ain't gonna be like that. Oh wow. Oh, wow. V, what was you going to say? I was going to say I think there's a very big difference between wanting, like, all the details of something and wanting to know if there's something that you can do differently. Yeah. Because I I felt like in all of those times, it sounds so horrible, Jesus, but in all of those times that I was getting cheated on and I would catch him or find out, it was always, what am I doing wrong? I always felt like it was something that I could have done better or what am I not giving him? What what am I not doing? It makes him think that it that these other people are better than me and that he should be with them or that this is okay. Right, right. And it is a difference. It it truly is. I, I agree with you there. But like I guess I guess for me, like being true to like I guess what I feel even if even if I don't get like answers on what I can improve on, I'm still just learning because I, I, I like patterns. OK, like I'm not great at math, but if math, if patterns is a part of math, I am great at that. So I study people unintentionally. I, I don't even try to, but I do. And as soon as a pattern is broken, like if he's giving me a timeline of when whatever started, however it started or whatever, I'm creating a pattern in my mind. And this pattern may only work for him only, but I am utilizing that to learn and store knowledge. So if I deal with somebody else, I'm going to know exactly when a pattern is broken. I'm going to know when he entered the house and started talking to me different. I'm going to know when he was, you know, pretending to laugh or whatever. And it wasn't nothing funny. Like, okay, <laughs> something's off and it makes me sound weird and crazy. But that's the kind of stuff I pick up on when something isn't right. That's how I get my clues. Like, what? This is off, you know? So it's that kind of thing. Like, I just want all the information just to know. Just to be like, okay. And I'm controlling. I told y'all that. So that that's that's how I manipulate with the control. Because I, I can catch on to, like, small, 
you know, changes and stuff like that because he's told me before. Now, hopefully he's not lying. And I'm, you know, basically I don't have anything to go on. But if he's being honest, I can use the information he's told me before. Just like what Q is talking about, what he told his uh, wife or whatever, told him about all the situations and issues. She's using that. Like, she either knows. Like, I know for a fact my spouse, he doesn't like meeting new people. He doesn't like the whole get up and meeting somebody new. He would he would probably cheat with the old flame. Nine times out of ten, the old flame. So those are the ones I got to watch. <laughs> but he doesn't like the work of meeting new, pe- meeting new people. So I know that about him. Now things could change because they're they getting kind of tired. So I'm pretty sure they're not much competition at this point. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. They don't listen. They don't listen. <laughs> now, we have one question then. <laughs> Go. Let's say it is a situation where it's something that he felt he wasn't getting from you. Then is that a situation where y'all try to work it out? Or do you, because I've seen this a lot, you, do you do it better and then drop him and then do it more for the next guy? Well, if he... um came to me and told me there was something I wasn't doing then I would improve I mean I value the relationship I have so I definitely would take the steps to change it improve it to make it better so he doesn't step out I wouldn't get mad at him break up and then go do it for somebody else because that might not be what they need like everybody is you know they need what they need he as an individual like they don't need the same things and I, I know some guys are similar or whatever but if my husband actually came to me and said you're not doing this and I would really love it if you did that's what I'm doing indeed I, I agree <laughs> I see that conversation going. We left in a lot. I mean, cause every woman uh, is different. In and that's when I know when I'm telling people like, Oh, I wish my God would just be upfront and honest with me. I know some man has been upfront and honest with his wife and he lost her. <laughs> I know she left and that's unfortunate, but yeah, it's unfortunate, but there are some women who can handle the heartbreak of them not being everything that their, their mate wants, but he's been honest enough to say, this is what I want. And I believe you can. You know, I believe this is something now. And I guess the more y'all communicate that type of thing, you can kind of figure out if she could be what you want her to be. And she can figure out if she can do that. And it doesn't always work. But if you're being honest then you're being honest, and even if it doesn't work out, you can leave with that. And that's the thing about being honest and upfront with a person. If you come to that person and tell them what it is that you need from them, then they can make the decision about whether or not they feel like they can do those things for you. Right. It's the problem when you don't give the person an option to try. Yes. Agreed. I went, in, I went looking for this from somebody else, somewhere else, but I never once came to you and said that this is what I needed. Right. I, I think a lot. I think a lot of people break it down to their previous encounters. Uh, they may have tried to be honest with so like a few others in the past, and it didn't work out for them. Like, hey, baby, I wish you would go ahead and do this a little bit more. I ain't doing that. You gotta take. Oh, okay, you're right. Uh, <laughs> so then they just they just stop. So then they get to those next ones, and they like, I remember how this went last time, and it it went south quick. I'm just keep it to myself. And I think that's where a lot of people get in uh, certain points in relationships. And you got some people, they just don't care anyway. They're going to continue to do what they got to do. That's true. But, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I, I like, I would like to believe that 
if you're, you know, truly in, in your relationship and it doesn't work out and you move on to the next person, that you're not assuming that that person is exactly like your ex or whatnot. Like, that's not fair. That's not fair. And I would hope that you give that person the opportunity to be exactly who they are, whether it's worse, better, or somewhere in between. So I, I really feel like the person who is, like, holding these preconceived, you know, notions about the next person because of what happened before, I really feel like they're not ready for relationships. They just, for whatever reason need to be in a relationship so they always find themselves in one and it doesn't work out because they're not giving themselves time to heal it's like you you're not healing so you're bringing this pain from the last relationship so it's not gonna work out because you still hurt and you basically setting yourself up to be hurt again the same way yeah you gotta leave the baggage behind that's the one thing about it you kind of have to forgive yourself and that person for whatever did or didn't work in your relationship and move past it and if you aren't ready to do that, then you aren't ready to be with somebody else. Right. I agree. <laughs> I wasn't going to be too hard on y'all. Oh, we appreciate it. <laughs> I think we're ready to go to the next step. Okay. So I think we kind of talked about this, but um, would you be able to accept some of the burden of causing the affair? And I think we're talking about that in the way that we're saying, like, um, when we when you ask the question, what would you do if he said he needed this? And we said we would. So, I guess, I guess where this goes is, before he actually, you know, cheated, or we're, we're assuming that we were believing how everything played out. Before he actually cheated, if he actually says, you know, I didn't want to cheat, but you kept pushing me away. Or she says it, I didn't want to cheat, but I didn't, I didn't feel like you were feeling me, so I needed this. Like, how... Would you accept that? Like, say, for instance, Q, you were pushing your wife away for whatever reason. Or, you know, V, you're pushing your, your spouse away for whatever reason. Like, if you were just, like, cutting them off somewhere. Like, if, you know, he asked you a question and you didn't feel like, you know, entertaining that idea that day. Or vice versa for Q. I mean, I look at it like this, man. You a relationship, and this is a long-term relationship. You got to be open to criticism, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're not going to be everything that the person wants right away. You're going to have a lot of it, but then there's going to be some things you have to work on. Uh, people evolve as time goes on. Needs change and all these different things. So I feel like if you're in a relationship and you want it to really work, you have to really be flexible and open to a lot of different things. Now, some things you got to say, nah, I'm, I'm not down for that. But if she come to me and say, hey, matter of fact, for example, um, she said, I need you to be more romantic. I didn't know how to do that. I was cute. I didn't have to do that stuff. But, um, <laughs> You know, so I was like, okay, this is something that she needs. This is what's important to her. So I need to figure out how to do that. Right. That's good. That's good. <laughs> that is a good thing. <laughs> so V, what, what, like, like, do you do you feel like there was any area? Because we already know. I already know you said like you wanted to know what you could do differently. Because you, if you could have fixed it, I believe you would have fixed it. You know. If there was something you could have did differently, but I, in your situation, just me from being outside, I don't feel like there's anything you could have done, but like you in the back of your mind, is there something, do you feel like you could have handled differently that could have pushed him away? Or do you feel like, like, is there anything? Um, yeah, actually, I will say this. I don't think it necessarily justifies 
the continued cheating. No, it it, it doesn't think, justify any of the cheating. Let's clear that up. It do, it never justifies it, but just to say if you contributed to it, like, yeah. For a very long time, we were on the similar work schedules. So mm-hmm. we had a lot of time to kind of spend together and do things together and kind of cultivate our relationship. And then right before we got married, he got a different job and he switched to night shift. And so our schedules were completely opposite. So we started spending a lot less time together. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I really made any effort to kind of, I guess, accommodate that, if that makes sense. Like, I think I could have tried harder to find ways for us to spend quality time together. Right. And so it was like we were two ships passing in the night. And that, I mean, that doesn't really work well for a new marriage. No. So, but, so, so like you feel like you never, y'all never even had a conversation. Because I really feel like it was like both of your responsibilities. Like you you know, having the ideas like, okay, we could do something and you bring it to him and he could have said something too. Cause I feel like both of y'all, like I, I hate for it to kind of be a one-sided thing to where it was only you thinking about it, but like, it should have been like a, I guess a, a group effort and a, you know, to kind of meet halfway somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see that. I think it probably should have been a conversation that we had, but I think that both of us were just kind of busy and maybe I was kind of, I don't know, more so busy with work and some other things at that point Mm -hmm. that it never occurred to me that that was the issue. Right. And he never said anything about it being an issue. And so then we get to where the whole situation is at a head where suddenly, you know, I look up and he has a whole other girlfriend. Jesus. (laughs) See, now now he's disrespectful. Now he's disrespectful. Straight up, straight up. Like so, it, so yeah. Five times he wasn't disrespectful, but the time he got the girlfriend, he was. Got it. Hey, look, I, I look well, like well, if, wait. If he was hiding, he didn't care about you. But now he got a girlfriend. Now he really being disrespectful. Go home, Q. But Go no, it, but I, in a way, I, that's awful. It, it sounds horrible, but in a way, like you don't see like how the like that's that is horrible. How are you gonna have a real live girlfriend? How? You know what? That is a that is a whole long soap opera saga that I can. You, I don't think you have enough time for that. That's that's a whole nother. I'm need you to get. I'm gonna need you to get a podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to do it because <laughs> for real, for real. Because that that doesn't make that is like a whole nother level. Like that's not even cheating. That's pretending you're not even in a. You know, that's kind of like mentally you are not in a marriage. Like you are single in your mind. Like that's that's deep. That's real deep. Like, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. That wasn't that wasn't strike one. That was the last straw. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I would pretty bit. Yeah, I don't even know how he got in the house. Like he, we would still be out there trying to talk to this window. <laughs> still to this day, year later, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so outside at the house that we no longer own together yeah still there still there y'all did everything else to end the marriage but y'all still having this conversation absolutely yeah that's crazy crazy i oh man i tell you what anyway um <clears throat> what's the next question okay so i have to say this i think it's the time is important and okay we really didn't spend enough together right was the point if there was something i could do differently right 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 also also 
I gave him enough time and attention. Right, right. Also, I feel like there's a lot of things that go undone and unsaid in relationships. Like, we, we, as women, I feel like we think of, like, awesome things or whatever, but we never get, like, the opportunity or the, the time is never right to kind of say, hey... I was thinking about this. What do you think about this? Like, it just never, like, works out that way sometimes. And so, because of that, like, we we feel like we did something, you know, because we didn't get to, you know, I guess, introduce this idea, you know? Because a lot of times, men can think it too, and they just, they're not, you know, they're not wired like us, so they kind of just deal with what they have. But ultimately, he probably did need the prompting of the discussion. Yeah. Yeah. So, right, you know, like, y'all want to put the corset and the pumps on for the dude? Go ahead, do it. Don't don't just talk about it. Um, but it, you know, I also think there's a point where you gotta realize, man. Some, some relationships just run their course, and you know, people drift apart. Uh, views change, we grow apart, and sometimes letting go of that is probably the battle right there. Yeah, I I see that. I, I do see that um, that's possible or whatnot. But I guess my question would be, like, y'all dated uh, for, uh, what, six years and y'all married the last two and it ended up like an eight-year relationship? Right. <laughs> okay. So, like, he, yeah, he cheated when y'all were, like, dating. Yes, he did. Okay. And so, I know for me, like, when me and my... Uh, husband when we were dating like when stuff went down or whatever because I just didn't look at it the same way I felt like we knew we wanted to be together we went together yet there was no vow before God so if something was to go down I wasn't gonna feel bad about it on my part because I wasn't married yet you can't cheat on your husband if you're not married that's how I looked at it you're not married you're not married that's how I viewed it so you I was about to say, oh, you were not there. In the, you're not telling on yourself saying you was out there in the streets, huh? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like, be, because I viewed it that way. Because I viewed it that way, like we're not married. I wasn't going to hold him to something that I wasn't holding myself to, you know, because I didn't view it. I felt like we weren't married. Like I feel like when you're married, when you do the vows before God, that's when you have a, you know, a relationship to protect or whatnot. But when you're dating or whatnot, like if we would have broke up when we were dating. There's nothing that we're, you know, there's nothing to split up there. You know, we don't, we don't have to go do like a, you know, sign anything. We don't have to get a, a annulment or a divorce. It's done. We, we breaking up. Yeah. And that's how I look at it. So I, I felt like it's the offenses then when you're just dating is a whole lot less before you get married. Because I, I do kind of, at first I used to wonder like, why would you marry somebody if they were cheating before but i look at it that way like it's not the same type of cheating it's like you're still free you just know you're spoken for in a sense yeah yeah i think in a lot of ways it didn't feel the same and then i think i can remember having a conversation and being like we got up in front of a church full of people in front of god and everybody and this is how you treat and i can remember (laughs) right very clearly saying something to that respect and i think that that in some ways, I think marriage does change things. It shouldn't. But when you look at kind of having the split assets and the investment that you have with that person, it gets very ugly very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate sometimes. Yeah. I, I see that. I, I see where it shouldn't be different. And then I see where, it, you know, it is different. And it's kind of just like the way we just see things and how we believe. How you know, and I feel like while the vow before God does matter at the same extent, like 
it might not matter you know to somebody else it might just be like girl it's a ceremony it didn't mean anything actually we was married when we had sex you know some people think like that (laughs) some people do i've heard it said and i'm just like really you know and that that makes you not want to have sex with anybody it makes you want to stay a virgin until you actually you know find your spouse or whatnot because if you're married to everybody you have sex with that's 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 a large responsibility actually if men looked at sex as marriage they probably would keep it in their pants you know (laughs) yeah yeah so you don't agree i think if that if that commitment came with the exchange of sex come on now yeah, but people hey, still cheat, so people yeah, still yeah, people, people gonna just get it in how they live. But I do agree with you that if you if you aren't married, you're single. And if you're married and you do it now you're in breach of contract. So Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> okay, so I think those are honestly. Huh? Oh no, I'm going to say I think that I think the times that we were married and he cheated, I think that hurt way worse. Right. Because I was like, I thought we were past this. Mm-hmm. Here we are with the same shit you were doing before. Yeah, no, I I, def- I feel that way. Like if if we actually got married, I feel like you're saying to yourself, "I got that out of my system. I'm married. I'm going to respect this relationship. I'm married. I didn't marry somebody I didn't know. I married somebody I know very well. I'm ready to make this commitment. That's exactly what that says to me. So I I feel you all the way." <clears throat> So now, guys, we are the cheaters. We are cheating on people left and right. That's what we do. So if you were the if you were the cheater and wanted to stay, what would rebuilding look like for you? Like, what do you what do you feel like you need to do as a cheater to uh, rebuild this trust with this person you have um, violated? I mean, I guess to answer your question, uh-huh. I think you kind of have to just be prepared to validate that person's feelings if right. that makes sense no if you're it... cheating and they legit feel like they're heartbroken or this has really scarred them in some way then you have to be readily available to try to put things back together we can hear you, you q one that woke this. go v you have to be ready to, to pick up the pieces and help them put it back together and so that's going to look different for different people but for instance, you may be the person where you just need that person to, you know, not have passcodes on their phone. And if you ask to see the phone, they just have to hand it over. Or, you know, right. you, might be the, you might be the person where you're just like, hey, maybe we should just go to counseling. And if you go to counseling with me, I'll feel like you're serious and we can move past this faster. Right. And so I think it just, it, it's going to vary from person to person. And I think you just kind of have to be ready to... Go through it. I guess, um, yeah, you just kind of have to be ready to to deal with whatever the fallout is. If you really care about that person and want to be there, then you're just going to make the effort to do whatever they need in that moment because it's a process. I agree. Hugh, are you ready? Uh, So I think I I agree with you because I feel like it'd be very important to – kind of just be honest like you said like what you wanted I would I would be that person like I would be extremely honest I would you know let them know what they were dealing with if I felt like this was a one-time thing or if I felt like I actually had an issue or you know if it felt like it was something I control or something I couldn't you know because I feel like a lot of times we are dealing with sex addiction addictions or whatnot 
Um, and I would be honest, like, do I feel like I do it again? You know, all of that, like I would lay it on the table, especially if this is somebody I loved and respected. I would want them to be clear on how they need to move forward. Because at the end of the day, no matter how I feel, just because I'm feeling bad that I got caught, doesn't mean that you don't have a right to pack up and go and leave me behind or whatever. Because I own that in my decisions and continuing to do what I was doing or whatnot. So I would be extremely honest. I would be, you know, extremely humble. I would go out of my way to make sure they understood that I was being you know the best I could to respect the relationship going forward and you know being responsible about what they required from me and getting the help I would possibly need if it was something I felt like I needed or just being extremely honest if I felt like there was nothing there and I just needed to move on that's how I would handle it all right so Q the question is Okay, if you were the cheater and wanted to stay, what would rebuilding look like for you? But, um, <laughs> I guess you play the game, man. Because, um, if you are the cheater, especially if you're the guy, you're going to almost have to basically be flawless from there on out. At least that's what I've seen in, the, uh, in my past. Man. You kind of have to... You're going to have to do some making up, and you got to really, you know, not even give her the idea that something else is going on. So if it's one of those situations where she really is just that, if she's that important to you, you know, you're going to do it. You're going to say, okay, look, let me go and drop these other women. Um, let me go and let them know I can't, I can't chop it up with them no more or whatever. But now if you just don't care about her, you're going to stay and tell her to kick rocks and just move on. But I, I mean, <clears throat> it's just one of those things where you kind of just have to do you have to be more romantic. You have to show her. Because what you got to do is rebuild the relationship. And there were issues that caused the cheating. They're trying to work on that as well. So it's, it's part of the thing. It disappears on the context of what happened. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I, I feel like it. that should be like it. Like I feel like the, the cheating partner should be, you know, putting in the work to reassure that um they actually want to be there because for some reason cheating just feels like betrayal even if even if the person you know if it was nothing and like if it was just simple it was just an option that was there or whatnot for the spouse that was being faithful it just feels like this person doesn't want to be here and the cheating partner needs to be doing everything in their power to let them know that's not the case so I guess that does mean, Q, that you do have to leave all the, you know, side people alone. And um, the horrible thing for me about cheating is, like, if you're the type of person that just likes to operate freely, I'm somebody who likes to operate freely. I like my freedom. I don't like people asking me questions as far as, like, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. Because I, I know who I am. I know I'm faithful. I know I'm committed to my relationship. So the last thing I want is to be treated like I'm going to do something wrong. So... A part of the reason why I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do in my relationship is so nothing damages my freedom. You know, like I, I need you to treat me like a trustworthy person because that's exactly who I am. And I feel like once one of the partners violates that trust and you kind of have to be checking on everything that they do and, you know, you know, I guess policing them in a sense. I feel like that's so awkward and awful to where it's like that's part of the reason why I would step away because I'm like, I don't have time. 
I don't have time to be watching you. I need to know in my heart that you're doing your job for this relationship. Yeah, so. I think if you have to micromanage your relationship, it's over. Yeah. It is. People, people are, grown-ups are too rebellious. People are too rebellious for that anyway. Mm-hmm. That will basically, like you said, that will make people want to go do something because it's like, look, I'm not your child, so I'm going to go do it because I know I'm not supposed to now. <laughs> it's sad but no yeah but so I I think a lot of dudes that uh, complain about you know women being you know like policing them or watching them always in their phone well you've given them those women reasons to be checking on you like that and you cannot now have questions or have an issue with it because uh, probably you messed up she's decided to stay and now you're not you know I feel like it's a feeling like I feel like trust and you know all the you know things that make a relationship strong it's like a understanding within and like when that's not there then that's when that outward you know that outside stuff happens where you're like checking and looking and you know paranoid and anxious every time they leave the house and stuff like that so definitely I feel like that's something that the guy should be mindful of if they've messed up before and they have a chick that's you know watching their every move that's what I think I totally agree yeah. yeah, I think you do have to be mindful, but I think I kind of agree with Q in the sense that a lot of times it's very hard to say when one person cheats or the other person cheats for that exact reason, mm-hmm. because yeah. you're adults and you don't want to be policed regardless of whatever you did. You still are like, I don't want you calling and checking on me every second of the day or going through my phone all the time. Even if that's what the person wants, it's very hard as an adult to relinquish that type of control over your life to another person. Right. Mm-hmm. And it essentially just, it, it kind of feels like you're both in a way just kind of in prisoners because one of you is devoting all this time to checking on the other person and the other person feels like they're seven. <laughs> True. House arrest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a catch-22 in a lot of ways. <laughs> it is. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Good. Like I'm just saying, like yeah. So it's it's really just unfortunate, but I mean I guess it's really hard to put yourself in the shoes of a cheater if you know that's just not how you know you're wired. Because I feel like a lot of women, you know, if we make a decision to be with somebody, that's who we're going to be with. If there's any questions about it, you know, we're not going to commit to that person, especially not with marriage. Um, I feel like I mean. Everybody here, I guess on this call or whatever, it's kind of like, you know, mentally strong and know what they want to do. And I, I really hate that, um, you know, life has to teach us lessons the way that it does or whatnot. So, VJ, with your experience, like, how do you feel like it has equipped you to, you know, move forward with doing you and, you know, finding what's important to you and going after what you want in life? I I think it's just kind of taught me that you can I guess stay somewhere too long mm-hmm. and I think that I've just kind of learned that regardless of how much you do love and care for a person sometimes it, it's it's not a good fit and maybe that means that it's not the right time or whatever but not everything that's good is good for you so mm-hmm. I think you can love a person a whole lot and it just doesn't work hmm. makes sense makes and sense I, 
And I think it just kind of put me in a position to kind of grow as a person because I think I've just kind of become more confident, I guess, in the things that are important to me in a relationship. And I'm more vocal about what I will and won't put up with from a person. Right. And this is like across the board. Like, so now, like, if you're dating, are you kind of like more, are you less tolerant with like some of the behaviors while dating now? I think in some ways I am. I, I, I've taken kind of a, 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 a hiatus, I guess, from dating anybody seriously because I just didn't want to drag that baggage of being suspicious or feeling like if someone doesn't answer my phone call, then they're out cheating. And I felt like I needed to get past all of that before I was able to date someone else. Right. Hmm. And I think that's been the most difficult part in a lot of ways. I think you just kind of have to learn to kind of assess people on their own merits and not drag that baggage and put it on other people. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <clears throat> so I would also, I mean, to me, I, I know it's very hard. Um, and Q, I would like to see <laughs> how you feel about this, but um, a part of me just wants to put like cheating on the list of like a character flaw. <laughs> and, and, and I don't, and, <laughs> I just, I, I really think it belongs well, there. Too, but he cheats a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like a character flaw. It's like, I, I really feel like that. Like, it's just like one of those things. Like, they just, they don't have, I feel, I really, it, it seems to be like, not the deal breaker. Because I know a lot of people have cheated and they ended up in great relationships. Like, I know, like, I feel like you can't even go by statistics because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about the infidelity in marriage. I don't, I don't feel like a lot of people are raising their hands to say, oh, yeah, um, my spouse cheated on me and I stayed and we got stronger after the fact. I, I feel like they're not people, you know, raising their hands to be, you know, rated and, you know, put numbers on so people can get an accurate number on how that works out. So I really, I believe you can cheat and it works out and your relationship is stronger from it. Even though a lot of people look at their cheating as like the issue and they have to, you know, leave or whatnot. Now, in in, in your case, of course, I feel like naturally you had to do what you had to do because, you know, guy was kind of just not there. And that's why I say it's a character flaw, because I feel like at some point it was his responsibility to say, um, wife, I decided to marry you. And apparently I'm not ready for marriage or I don't know how to function in a marriage, you know? And I know that would have felt awful. This is not what I want or right. something. He could have just come with the, with the truth. Right. I know. Fine. I don't, I don't imagine it would have felt well, but it would have been honest. Do you think you could have accepted that? Like if he ever approached you like that, how do you think you would have, how do you think you would have handled it? Word. I think we were together long enough to where, well, admittedly I'm not an overly irrational person like I'm not really I'm a pretty logical person when it comes to most things so I feel like if he would have come to me and been like I don't think this is working and these are the reasons that I don't feel like it's working I mean what do you say to a person in that I mean obviously he's a grown man I can't be like no you have to stay married to me right <laughs> right I think at that point you kind of have to accept it I guess in the spirit that it's given like it I can't say that I wouldn't be heartbroken to hear it. Right. But, I mean, is it any better or worse than begging him to stay knowing that he's unhappy and that he isn't ready to be married? And he's cheating. Right. I mean, would would I be happier if I knew all of that and, and begged him to stay and he stayed anyway? Or would I be happier 
dealing with the heartbreak up front and then that's both moving forward you know separately I mean, I just, I feel like, like, how does it work? Because I heard, I heard Q say worse. So, <laughs> like, so, <laughs> like, how I feel like while I say I would rather the guy to be honest, and like you, I feel like I'm rational. So initially, I do feel like I'll be mad and upset. But in that anger and in that being upset, I am not asking him to be anything that he isn't. And I'm not asking him to stay. I'm just angry and upset that I thought this was something that it wasn't. You know, and I'm hurt that we went through all of this to be married and you're not ready for it. So that's what hurts. But I am going to release you. I am. I have every intent on releasing you, but initially it will hurt. And I think in the long run, opposed to just being cheated on repeatedly and knowing in the back of my mind, this man doesn't want to be here. or This person doesn't want to be here. I, I would rather deal with the, the actual of the situation and him being, you know, upfront. Or whatnot. I, I would deal better with him in the future or whatever and you know save a lot of time I feel but why do you feel like it'll be worse Q because here's, here's the thing it's like we're putting that under the assumption that something's wrong in his relationship and here's one thing like here's what I think a lot of guys will be baby I love you and I don't want to go nowhere but I just want to dip mine over here real quick and I'm going to come right back you can't have that conversation and think that she's gonna be like, okay that's cool i'm glad you came with me with your honesty but this is that what we said i thought <laughs> i thought we I, I thought we said Wait. me me and v said <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Wait a but no, i mean cause the idea that what y'all were saying is that um you know him coming in basically if he's just coming out and just telling you how he felt, like, oh, something's wrong, or um, him being just honest with you before, you know, to kind of, I guess, give you the option of if you want to get out of it, move on, or whatever, you know, but I was just saying, in a lot of cases, it's not based on something that he's just not getting. No, but that's why I, I said, like, he realizes he's not ready for the relationship. Like, he's not ready for but the... Like, Wolfie's like, I am ready to, I want to be with you. So, here's the thing, here's the thing. If, 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 if I'm still cheating... And and I am, you know, taking taking every offer I'm given as far as like, you know, other dudes or whatever, and I'm married or whatever, and I'm ta- and every time somebody approaches me and I'm just taking these opportunities, then I would have to tell myself that, you know, you are violating your marriage. You are not ready to be married or you are not true to this commitment. What you need to do is to be responsible and go tell that man that you are not honoring your commitment or whatnot. Let him know that that's that's the the least you can do because you are messing up everywhere you turn. Nobody has to tell me you don't want to be married. I I said I want to be married, but my actions are telling me I clearly don't. This is not what you do when you're married. Married requires something else and you're not giving that. So go be honest. Tell yourself the truth, one, and then be responsible. See, but that's the thing is that that's not someone's truth that they're going through when they are some people who are doing that that's not what they're thinking in their mind it's like you got people say hey i love my woman i like being with her i just happen to mess with randoms from time to time or even with reverse like you said they got some women like man i love my dude i don't want to i would never want to lose him but for some reason randoms just get me off at this point or you know it's it's there's other reasons behind it so it's like it's not one of those things like are you and then we got to also put things in perspective it's like you in a marriage it's also going to require a certain level of work and 
there's a lot of selfish people out here. Selfish. There's a lot of people who are not willing to do put in any work. It's like when you hear people who talk about sacrifice, they only really talk about it contextually, you know, what you're going to do for me. <laughs> wow. Hey, true. Okay. Did, did he drop the mic? Did he? Did he like, <laughs> no, no. I mean, what I'm thinking. So, there's a lot more. Um, I would say it gets a little bit complicated than, you know, oh, you just should or should not. And, right. You know, then you got some people who get caught up in moments, and then I may. Just like I told somebody, they say it's not a mistake. I say, yeah, people do mess up. It's like if all of a sudden you look down at your phone and you got in a car accident. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I knew I shouldn't did it, but it happened. Okay, now, but you would accept the responsibility of the accident, right? What's that? You would accept the responsibility for the accident, though, right? You, you have to. Right. Now, so, now, now, while you didn't mean to do it, you didn't mean to get in a car accident, you know you took your eyes off the road, though. You're right. And then, but then how many people are going to say, oh, it wasn't my fault? Okay, so I guess that's the, I guess that's the thing or whatnot. So, whether you are um, being honest with yourself and being responsible... And, you know, not being selfish is one thing, but knowing, knowing you, that you internally, even if you don't ever say it or admit to it, internally knowing that you're not right is a different thing. I, I'm saying, like, if you get to this point and you know you're not right, you you could do these things. You, t- you could take these steps. It would benefit you more so than the other person, but it would benefit you. It would, because then you could do what you actually wanted to do. You know, you can live. What you want to do is be with that person and just have sex with other people on the side. That that. Yeah. But 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 if that's not gonna work out for a lot. But the person, but the person, the only only stipulation to them being with you is you being faithful. So it's like, even though you really want to be with them and do what you want to do, you know what it requires to be with that person. Oh yes, but people are inherently selfish. Yeah, so I'm saying even even if like even if people weren't selfish, even if people weren't like lazy and didn't want to take responsibility, and if people don't want to, you know, say that this is my problem, this is my problem, I need to fix it. Even if they never admit to that, I feel like internally they know, they know that individual that individual knows that they're wrong, and they may never take the steps to make themselves right, but I feel like they know, and that's something that they could do to relieve themselves. That's I get it. I know. I know. I don't live in a perfect world. I know that. I get it. You're right. (laughs) Because here's a sad fact. (laughs) I think I tell a lot of people. I think I probably even post this on Twitter. Facts have rarely changed how people feel about anything. Hmm. Very true. It is. It. it, It's the miserable truth of it all. I and unfortunately you can realize you can look in the mirror at yourself in the morning after you brush your teeth every day and be like you ain't shit and you don't have your shit together and today we're gonna have our shit together and we're gonna be a better person today and no you're not no you're not and you're not not gonna do it I go to work a lot of days and tell myself that I'm not gonna be irritated with those white people that I work with and yet every day irritated I'm irritated so I mean (laughs) yeah we lie to ourselves every day, man. Think That's about true. New Year's resolutions. How many people have been making the same one since uh, uh, summer of what they made their resolution back in like uh, winter of 2005? <laughs> and they still haven't done anything to get the themselves to that goal. 10, 10, 11 years later. Yeah, that's that's true. That is so true. That is true. Huh. Mm mm mm. 
I mean, guys, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, if anything, I guess that relationship with self and, you know, you know, I guess being responsible to yourself, I guess is the start, right? Yeah, I, I quit doing New Year's resolutions and somebody suggested that I do like, um, I guess like a word for the year. And mine for this year was accountability. And I think that's what it boils down to. You have to be accountable to the person that you're in a relationship with, but you also have to be accountable to yourself because if you're not going to hold yourself accountable for the things that you do and the way that you treat the person that you say you love, then you're not ever going to fix it. Right. It doesn't matter if they hold you accountable because all you're going to do is be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to change, and then you never do. Right. Mm-mm-mm. It it is it is horrible. Um, do y'all think this is linked to like early death? No, because like lying to yourself all the time, and they tell you like it's something that happens to yourself to you when you just don't fulfill your promises that you know your commitments. Like your body starts to like not trust you. You know, and like it starts working again. She's not going to do that. She's not going to. No. Mm-mm. And it's like you're lying to yourself. You're lying to other people. And then you just die. Right. You just die because your, your body's tired of your lies. I don't know. I'm st- <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you that I that I hadn't wished or thought that on a few occasions. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, yeah, I just I just had to go there because, you know, it is extremely true that people, you know, know what's best and they still don't do it. And it's that's just what we have here. And yeah, mm, it's just dark. Knowing, knowing is easy. Doing is hard. Mm-hmm. I agree. I do agree. I do agree. I guess, I guess, I guess you just want to, you just want to look upon somebody who is just actively trying to be them be- their best self or whatnot. Because yeah, I mean, you, you want somebody that wants to be the best version of themselves and you would hope that they love you enough to want to be the best version of themselves for you as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I guess discipline goes in there because if, you know, if they were disciplined, then they would have, you know, they would at least be accountable, right? Because that goes with being, dis- you know, disciplined, accountability. Like, you're like, no, I don't do that because I need to do this. And, like, all these things that, you know, would make somebody, like, a, a great person to deal with are, like, the hardest things to be consistent with. So, yeah, I guess the issue isn't cheating. And it's just, like, one of those things that fall into, you know, the things we don't work on. Hello? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Do you, you I say, say you, you see that? <laughs> I'm thinking about all thinking about all the times, and I'm like, I could see that if he had been a little bit more disciplined and maybe held himself slightly more accountable, then maybe. Yeah, like I, I feel like it, it's just like one of those. It's a character flaw. It's just they just don't. It's it's just one of those things they don't do. Like even if like we're strong in one area, we are bound to be weak in another, right? Yeah. True that. So it's it's just it's just how the cookie crumbles. You just you just hope they don't have that weakness, but it's it's gonna play itself out. Like I, I just I just I I understand that um it's a painful thing and it's like hard to get over or whatnot, but I do feel like once once the deed has been done, whether good or bad or whatever, there is there is something good that comes from it, even if it's a bad thing. Like you're going to get what you needed from that experience to make you whole or whatnot. And maybe it was necessary. 
And I know people hate to hear that bad things are necessary for you to, you know, get like your blessing or something good from it. But sometimes it is. Sometimes it just is. Because if you look at everything and how it works out, you know, nothing can go the way you want it to go. Nothing can be perfect because you won't get you won't you won't learn from it. You won't grow from it if everything just works out the way you want it to work out. So I feel like the worst things in life, in a way are the things that impacted you the most for you to be your best self. So I ain't mad at the cheaters no more. <laughs> I just feel like they, <laughs> I just feel like they, they just, they have to try. They have to try. Now I will say this. Um, I met my ex-husband for drinks probably about a week ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he get and back in the door, y'all. No, he not. Not at all. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> He's not at all. But um, I think after everything that happened, that was the first really constructive conversation that we had had. Mm. And it meant a lot to me in the fact that I still wanted to, like, stab him in the eye with, like, a fork repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> but he apologized. Oh, he my. apologized for... All of the things that he did, he apologized for not being a better husband. He took responsibility for the things that he did. And I asked him, did he have fucking cancer? I was like, are you dying? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, so you said something, wrong, something got to be wrong with him for him to get there? I didn't recognize the person sitting across from me. And I got scared. Oh, my goodness. So... Wait, wait, that's, I think that's awesome, but at the same time, you're hilarious. Okay, <laughs> so, like, so. Which, it was great, it was wonderful, yeah. but it just scared the shit out of me, and I was like, I feel like the rapture is coming, because. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much. Thank you for this. He may really be got, man. No, he probably, he probably is going through the process of changing little by little uh but like so where is he like what is what is where is he now like in his mind like does he does he regret it you said he apologized and he's sorry for not being a better husband like but what what is he doing like is he is he currently in a relationship like what what's going on with him he's not seeing anybody or so he says which i really didn't care one way doesn't matter right (laughs) he said he wasn't seeing anybody and you know i was just you know and he and you know he he had called and you know had asked and and he'll text message every once in a while to see how i am or whatever so i don't know if it's necessarily because so i don't know if he is trying to put his foot back in the door maybe he just realized that hey i really did this person that cared about me really really badly and I feel bad about it in retrospect or what it is. And I think maybe he's done some growing up in this year. Right. And maybe he's just kind of, I guess, come to value some of those relationships a lot more. Because he was very honest and he was very transparent about a lot of things that I think we maybe didn't talk about while we were married. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that it took us getting a divorce for him to feel like he could tell me these things. Right. And that speaks, that's, that speaks like, so much that's oh my god it's like i feel like a lot of people don't feel like they can talk to their spouses and i don't understand and why did you like why are you why don't you talk why can't you this is your spouse like i feel like a lot of dudes feel like they have to live up to something that they're not 
And I don't understand that. I don't understand it. Like, you get to be who you are. You just don't get to just treat me any kind of way. That's the whole reason we want you to be honest in the first place. Because then maybe we can reason with you. Maybe we can understand. Maybe we can tell you, this isn't what you want. You know? (laughs) Like, I want this. You're not it. You're not it. You know, maybe we can relieve you of some of these duties early on before it gets too serious. But if you're pretending to be something you're not, then we believe in we believe in what you've given us. And so you end up married to us and you live in a lie. Well, people are opportunistic and selfish. <laughs> so Guys. when they want things, they sometimes lie. <laughs> but it's so pointless. I mean, like I'm like, you know, maybe fudge some skills on a resume before. It's essentially the but that, thing. But that's a job. That's a Same job. Job Yes, I work overtime every day if you need me to until I get a job. <laughs> and you work there. I, I didn't agree to that. I'm not going to do yeah. that. No, I get it. Like, I do get it. But I just, at, a, at the same time, like, I feel like it makes so much sense to help yourself. Help yourself out. Help yourself out. So it was this. Help t- me help you. Yeah, help me help you. Like, it was this topic where, uh, I think it was Nick Cannon had said something about he would wish that women were just honest with him up front in the beginning. That way, you know, he could just know he could trust them because a lot of times things would come out after the fact. And he didn't understand why they didn't tell him because it wasn't a big deal. But since they lied about it, he feels like he can't trust them going forward or whatnot. And my thing was like, yeah, everybody should be truthful up front. Just just to get it out of the way. I don't care how bad you think it is. Just to get it out of the way so you don't have to live up to something that you're not. I feel like trying to live up to something that you're not is more cancerous to the relationship than anything else. Yes, And it is. But I think a lot of people just feel like if I can be what this person wants, then we're going to be together. So in their short-term mind, because this is what they want to happen, they don't think about the long-term consequences of having to be a certain way now forever. When that's not who you are. <laughs> not really them. Yeah, and that's that's so unfortunate, and I wish, wish that wasn't a way. And if you are somebody that are, is thinking about being in a long-term relationship and you not being who you are, rethink it because you're not going to make it in that relationship because if it's not real, it won't last. You're going to be unhappy. Do not do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. What'd you say, Q? So I think as time goes on, like I said, it's one of those things where we talked earlier is that people are going to go the safest route as possible. Or so I'm like you said, the quickest point from point A to B is just straight line. So in that case, if I got came up to this point to get what I, I want, that selfishness coming out, then I'll do. Now she'll figure it out later, or he'll figure it out later. But at this time, I'm gonna do what's going to get me what I want, that I can be the most successful. And then, of course, it's also one of those things. Is like I think at early age, you're not really taught to be as honest with each other. The prime example, how many times as a kid you were told, don't say that, that's not nice. I can't say that. Um, or your parents tell you, oh, um, if someone asks you what goes on here, you tell them you don't want to ask your mother, even though you know. So it's <laughs> like, okay, I'm learning early. There's certain conversations I shouldn't have, some things I shouldn't talk about. And then, of course, I don't want to get into an adversarial kind of discussion. Because then a lot of people are not. A lot of people don't know how to communicate through those. All of a sudden, now it becomes a shouting and I think this is that anyway. So a lot of people just shut down. So people try to avoid those. Yeah. As much as possible. I also think that when it's very early in a relationship, 
we hide those less shiny parts of ourselves from people. Yeah. And I think sometimes the rationale is that if we get to a point where we're good and we're established and this person really cares for me and loves me, then whatever this thing is or this thing that I'm not telling them or I'm hiding won't be as bad or they won't leave because we had this time invested. People are more likely to be like, nah, I'm out when you're two weeks in than they are when you've been dating for two years and you then tell them the same thing. They and feel like they, they stand a better chance of keeping you if they can kind of get you to a point of where you're kind of over the hump, I guess, so to speak. Yeah, I see that being the reason in a lot of things, but I, I guess I'm just I'm just so different. Like, I'm, I, I really wish... I I think about some of the things that I've done in the past and I'm just I laugh because I'm like extremely honest and I don't really I don't even think it's like a church religion thing anymore because a lot of them aren't honest <laughs> like me like I'm just honest like I told my dude my number and I didn't have to like I told him how many bodies I didn't have to I just felt like he should know That's it. That sounds like an interesting conversation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does sound interesting, but <laughs> but no, I told him. I I offered it up. I told him, and he was just, it was funny because you know he didn't understand like a why I told him, and he just he was like, oh my goodness. But I feel like he should know. I I'm, I was an open person, and I wanted him to know. He got over it, and we're together today. But you know that's <laughs> that's I that's how honest like I would wish people were. Because that's important to me. Now I didn't he I didn't have to know his number. I just wanted to I wanted to tell mine. Because I wanted him to be sure. Like this is who I am, all of that, all of that too. And hey, deal with it if you can. Cause I, I guess that was kind of my process of elimination. Like if you can't handle me and everything that comes with it, then I don't want to deal with you. Cause I need somebody to be able to handle this. And that's that's kinda yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a more challenging than it. Nah, let me stop. But um, retarded. <laughs> What'd you say? I did the same thing. I told yeah. her exactly what I would. Like I said, I told her all kind of stories, and she kind of there's points where she looked at me like, "What?" I'm like, "Look, I just want you to know." I mean, I feel like I feel like that kind of that radical honesty is healthy. Now, some people can't handle it, but those are the people. They, those are people you need well, to weed, weed out anyway because those are the people who are more than likely not honest with themselves and can't really be honest with you. So let them, let them go. I think some people are just kind of like they, like Q was saying, I think people are raised to feel like there are certain things that you just don't say to people. Right. Or things that you just don't bring up. Right. And so even though they love and care about a person, the people that they were raised by who also love and care about them have told them this their entire life. So they get a relationship with another person and they still feel like they can't talk to them about these things. When in reality, <clears throat> they should just be able to say whatever they want to say. Right. And I get it. Like, I see the reasoning behind it. I do. I do. Like, I, you know, there's a million things that we did when we were young that we've had to let go while being an adult. And I guess that's kind of like understanding like your role today and your role then, you know? Like, you're not going to run your house exactly the way your parents did, even though there's a lot of things that are just going to come with it because that's how you were taught. But, like, now that you have the decision and you it's yours to make or whatever, you get to do it the way you want to. And I know you haven't taken or anybody has taken, like, everything their mother their mother did or their father did and implemented it in their own home. So, it's kind of... No, absolutely not. Yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like you deciding 
at your your current point like what do I need like what is benefiting me now what will work for me and I guess people just need to I guess at some point when they're in relationships or start you know dating or whatnot take you know I guess inventory on what they believe and what they would like you know and change what's you know serves what serves them and what doesn't serve them like if it doesn't work for you you don't have to continue to do it that way if being honest you know was something that you kind of could fluctuate on depending on how who it involved and how it would make you look or feel or whatnot then you might need to put that to question I feel like we do have to look into a lot of the things that we were taught and determine if that still works today that's a part of it I agree. It's it's a, yeah. it's definitely a part of a personal growth. Yeah, and I guess when we think about it, when we're when we're talking about how a lot of these habits come, you know, grow, you know, come with us from childhood, we kind of have to decide that we are now adults. I guess adulthood is really not an age at all. It's really like you coming into your own and deciding what is going to work for you. You know, as an individual, it's just so much more to it. It's, it's wow. indeed a mindset. There's <laughs> very little difference between your adult and your uh, eight-year-old. Wait, what? It's it's very little. There's, there's very little difference between uh, adults and children. True. Especially when it comes to how they uh, deal with situations, True. And adversity. True. True. I mean, yeah, a lot sure. of times and you wish you could just we get older. We'd have the tools to be equipped, but no, no, because. Yeah, you know how many times you just wish you could just, you know, go in the corner and cry because you didn't get your way? And just like, I'm pouting over here and y'all got to deal with it? You, you wish that was the solution. Like, oh my God. I would do, I would use that every time if that, if that worked, you know? <laughs> I'm mad. Arms folded, lip poked. I'm upset. <laughs> I would go to it every time. That would be my go-to move if it was, you know... If it worked, if it was, you know, something that changed anything other than somebody saying, okay, she's crazy and she can't handle this or whatnot. But yeah. Well, guys. You know, it comes with that negative view of adversity. I mean, you become who you are through your your worst situations versus your best. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. That's very true. So, guys, I feel like we're kind of just dwindling down or whatnot so um q we'll start with you uh tell everybody how they can find you yeah yeah for sure so i am q the great on twitter <clears throat> uh, actually matter of fact uh while we have that on make sure to go on and vote on the uh hashtag black tv show uh madness it's basically our own march madness on old black sitcoms is and tv shows it's pretty dope man it's a lot of competition going on but other than that man y'all can check out the Critical Dump Network, which is uh, it's a it's a host of many different shows. Uh, I have my show Chopping It Up with Q. We have the Critical Dump podcast, and we also my buddy also has his own, which is uh, Happy Politics. And we're on Spreaker, iTunes, we're on Google Play, and we're on SoundCloud. All right, and Miss VJ. Um, well, you can find me on Twitter, arguing with Q a lot of times. Um, <laughs> I think my current screen name is still Belle Biv DeBose, but it, my handle is at BJ underscore Burton. Um, you can also catch me on IG and Snapchat. You can get those from my Twitter bio. Um, I don't have anything to plug particularly, but um, 
yeah, I don't think there is anything right now. <laughs> Well, guys, I really thank you guys for, you know, coming on with me and talking about, you know, your experiences and just these, this topic of, you know, cheating or whatnot and however it, you know, plays. I don't even know what I'm calling this episode because I just don't know yet. But I really thank y'all for taking the time out and doing this with me. Hello? Thank you for having us. Um, I think it was very cathartic in a way. I, I, I feel very light. So this is good. Wow. Wow. <laughs> You're <laughs> well, um, we'll figure it out. We'll get it together. And thank you. And I'm going to go ahead and end it right here. Because this is just <laughs> a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> but it was a pleasure. It, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> First of all, I would like to start off by saying a million thank yous to the awesome person that decided to email me. They heard my cry. I appreciate you. I appreciate you with everything I got. Because I've been asking and I didn't know if anyone was getting that far into my show to hear me ask for someone to email me. I said, um. you can reach me at T-H-E-C-H-R-I-S-T. T-A-L-C-L-E-A-R at gmail.com. Email me. And nobody had emailed me, but you did. And I appreciate you so much. And you are awesome. So let's get into your email. And I will try my best to answer your question. But please, Lord, I'm ill-equipped. I'm going to do my best. I promise. So, it says, hi, Crystal. I hope you're having an amazing day. I just wanted to thank you for your episode titled, To Cheat or Leave. I have similar viewpoints on what we think a man is and the actions that a man should carry with a woman when in a relationship. I agree. Transparency hurts, but not as much as being lied to or played with. I've been more upset over the manipulation and deception more than the actual act. Being that I'm a young 27-year-old woman trying to date in a digital era, I kind of given up on the dating scene and focused more on my career i'll go on a few casual dates but nothing serious do you have any advice on how to maneuver through the digital dating age should i continue to solely focus on my work or should i give serious dating another shot i'm currently a total cynic about relationships i think it's all smoke and mirrors and then they um complimented the show thank you very much Thank you very much. I'm glad you like it. And I'm glad you liked that episode. I think that's been my favorite episode thus far by many. So I really appreciate it. And oh my God, I'm really thankful that you took the time out to email me. You made my day. Friday was going to be a complete bust. But when I got your email, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made me feel so good. So thank you for that. Um, As far as... um. Any advice that I would have, I, um, my goodness, I really feel like you could do both. Now, I don't know how focused you are when you're focusing on your career, um, but I feel like you can do both. I feel like you can focus on your career and casually date and, you know, go from there. Like, I don't know how serious your serious dating is. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you're going on a date three times a week once a week once a month I don't know how that works out but um 
I would say continue to date and work on your career. I feel like distractions are the best when um you when you're trying to do something but you don't want to, you know, completely just overdo it with your brain as far as like obsessed over it um so like let dating you know kind of distract you working towards your career and kind of let the uh working towards your career distract the dating so like you know let let them just you know kind of mix in every now and again to keep everything fresh or whatnot um I don't feel like uh, I mean the digital area er, the digital era is the digital era or whatnot so I mean it's just easier to find you know people a lot of different people um you know based on you know it's it's just at your fingertips either way and that could be a good thing and a bad thing at the same time so I really feel like you just gotta be you know who you are and I don't think you're gonna get very far you know you know just thinking the worst of the dating scene um, because that's going to basically get you what you expect. I feel like once you can think about dating and actually feel like something good might come from it, that's when you should actually like get serious about it. Because as long as you kind of feel like people are just trying to get over and they're not really looking for anything serious, then you're not going to find anything worth having. But um, once you can kind of just look at it as just like a a good opportunity to just put yourself out there and you might find something great and you're not really looking for anything you're just looking to you know meet great people and I know the the point of dating is to like find the one but you're not gonna I'm not gonna say you're not gonna find the one I'm going to say if that's all you're looking for then probably the last thing you get I think you should just be looking to have great conversations. I think you should just be looking to be inspired. I think you just should be looking to like learn from like the experience of, you know, dating. Um, get to, you know, enjoy it because there will come a time if you truly want to be with someone or whatever and you're looking towards marriage or whatever your goals are. I feel like there will come a day that you'll look back and feel like you could have did something a whole lot more. And maybe this is your opportunity to enjoy your youth and you know your abilities like where are you in your career and you know what else do you enjoy doing and all that this is your time to enjoy you so you know let your goal be a great conversation let your goal be meeting a cool person or whatnot like let that be the thing that you're looking for I feel like sometimes we'd be narrowing you know everything down like what you know dating is this and dating is that you know dating is everything like it's it's good bad ugly beautiful like it can be anything it wants to be but if you make a point to get something from every experience then I feel like you can never leave empty-handed and you can value the experience and you know basically end up with what you want but as long as you're looking at it negatively I wouldn't recommend that you date but like I said earlier before in my repetitive way of being just go ahead and wait until you can look at it positively and go from there but um that's really all I got I haven't dated in forever and you know after being married I'm almost certain that I don't think I date no I'm just playing um it sneak up on me somehow I'm sure but no um 
thank you for emailing me and I hope I said something helpful I really just feel like it's important to just take it easy you know expect nothing and everything at the same time like look forward to everything but expect nothing like you don't know when you'll meet the man of your dreams or whoever the woman of your dreams you just don't know you don't know and you can't plan for it you kind of just have to let it be so you kind of just have to allow yourself to experience all there is to experience and know and understand that what you want is looking for you as well you're looking for it and it's looking for you hopefully that helps thank you so much you're awesome all right it's time for the shout outs and i would like to give a special thanks to my guest co-host q from the critical dump and always vibrant v thank you so much guys it was so much fun i really appreciate you for taking the time out to do this with me all right shout out to you confessions of a big hearted girl shout out to the brotherly love podcast shout out to the gen effect podcast shout out to egos and opinions shout out to kindred spirits shout out to user 2247154411 who are you shout out to jocelyn shaw shout out to fresco world podcast shout out to real and raw podcast shout out to government name shout out to tactless know-it-alls podcast Thank you guys. I um enjoyed your show too. Our shows complement each other this week. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. <clears throat> On my grown, shout out to them. Shout out to the Imperfect Podcast. Shout out to PTO Unlimited. Shout out to Baby Boy Podcast. Shout out to the Second Shift Podcast. Shout out to Brother to the Night. Shout out to Flaw 700. Shout out to the stakes is high podcast shout out to open secrets podcast shout out to the drunken knights shout out to miss jackie shout out to what is tws shout out to empress journey and shout out to black girls that say awesome shout out to the crazy town podcast shout out to the jts show shout out to the bang that show shout out to the two squares podcast shout out to just say words podcast and shout out to always write podcast thank you so much and shout out to any new followers thank you and good night our morning have a great week bye